it's <laughs> it's 2 p.m. right now in Portugal. Oh, <laughs> so I, we're, we're very early then. I, I did not know it. Uh, I, I... Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hurdy Gurdy Cafe, an hour of interviews, music, and camaraderie. I'm Ryan, and I'll be your host along this crazy adventure through the land of the wheel fiddle. So strap in, and let's see what's cranking in the hurdy-gurdy community today. So welcome back, everyone, to the Hurdy-Gurdy Cafe podcast. This is season two, and I believe that we are on episode eight. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Ruben Monteiro. Yes. And, and as always, we have with us uh, Sergio Gonzalez. Thank you for being here, Sergio. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And uh, before we get started with our interview today, we're going to listen to one of the tracks that um, <coughs> Ruben mentioned for us. And it's Albaluna, and it's Palimpsestus. Palimpsestus, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a listen to kick off the, uh, the podcast. Lançar aos seus cidadão Thank you. 
Welcome back again to the second season of the Hurdy Gurdy Cafe podcast. And um, as we get started, uh, I'm just kind of curious, what, what made you pick this track? Why did you want to feature this one during our, our time together today? It's a wonderful, amazing track. Nice band. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the invitation and, and thank you. It's, it's an honor being a part of this, you know. Uh, I feel very, very happy for this. So uh, th this track is uh, actually uh, one of my, I think it was the, the last composition that I made for Early Gurdy. So I think it's, it's my uh, most recent work with, uh, as a, uh, a composer for Early Gurdy. Um, 
and this w was a big challenge to to compose, to record, and now to play it the entire <laughs> piece. You know, it's it's really it's it's not easy uh, to to play it. Right. Well, for me, it's not easy. <laughs> uh, so so the composition was um, inspired f firstly uh, by a nine per eight bar. Um, uh, traditional rhythm. Uh, the name is Katsivelikos. You know? Katsivelikos. Uh, so uh, and 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 then and somehow I, I tried different ways of approaching this rhythm. Okay, uh, and that's how I I start to build the, the, the all the melodies. Mm -hmm. uh, well, some somehow in the middle of the song I I, I, f I forget this uh, more pure Katsivelikos style and I changed and different kinds of uh, you know. Of nine, yeah, yeah. yeah it's d different ways of using the nine with different, uh, in a different way, uh, and 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 different uh, modes and uh, well, so I think it's it's a it's a big uh, journey for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a composer and also as a early early player, and I'm very happy with this composition because uh, I, I made it uh, in a very special moment. It was at the beginning of this lockdown. Mm -hmm. oh. I, was, I was very, uh, I think me and all the world, but uh, I was very shocked and uh, it was a very uh, depressed moment in my life, you know. Mm -hmm. So th this song just appeared as a therapy, you know, like every day I, I, I just came here to the studio. I need to finish my Katsivelli because, you know, I need to finish this composition <laughs> and let's do this. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan, not only uh, of, uh, you know, uh, ethnic and traditional music, but uh, a lot of heavy metal, you know, like uh, Metallica and uh, Tool, yeah. Opus, this, this kind of uh, <laughs> progressive metal or progressive yeah. rock band. So I, I, I tried to somehow try to, you know, gather all these things. So it was very, it was like a therapy for me. Yeah. And I, and I, and I was, I wasn't expecting that uh, this song just appeared in in uh, in this album. You know, mm -hmm. this. So that's why I choose this this track. This, this is very emotional for me, and uh, in many different ways. Yeah, so, um, I think it's and it's my band. You know, it's like my my main band. Actually, this was also a, a very dramatic moment for the band because we practically practically live from the the activities with the band. So I think it was a, a, the, the best way of uh, starting this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, quick, quick question: Do you have sheet music for that tune, or would I have to learn it by ear if I want to learn it? <laughs> oh, actually, I, I have, I have. Uh, actually, send uh, it, send it over. Yes, yeah. I, I will send it. I, 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 this is a fail from my side because I asked to uh, to know if the people in in different blogs and forum and in, in Facebook groups. I asked, oh, do you want the, the sheet music? And the people said, yeah, yeah, please send it. And I never sent it. I need to finish, you know, the, the, sh the, the sheet music is, is written, but I need to, you know, to organize the, uh, the okay. PDF and so on. And uh, it's, it's not it's not beautiful, you know, like it's like, yeah, I need to arrange it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I will send it, of course. And it's it's a, an honor and a pleasure to 
to have this interest from your side to, to play the song. Well, com completely. I mean, you know, Sergio introduced me to to your music, and the more I listened to it, you know, I always really loved uh, Efren Lopez's work, and yeah. and listening to the stuff that you're doing, I'm thinking, you know, uh, I don't know. It's it, I, I love the heavier aspect of of what you're doing because I also like Tool and Metallica and and those kinds of groups. So I like the prog rock, and you've got another band though, don't you? That does uh, don't you do like prog? Oh yeah, the progressive metal. Uh, uh, yeah, Duca is that how you pronounce Duka. that? And yeah, it, yeah, yeah, is that like suffering in Buddhism, or does that mean something else? Yeah, it, it, it's actually this the, the this band Duca appeared because uh, I started my musical journey when I was very young with classical music, classical guitar. Uh, I study in a conservatory, uh, classical guitar, and so on. But uh, well, I was very young when I started my first metal band. You know. <laughs> And, and yeah. a lot of people here in, in my town and here in Portugal, they know, they know me because of metal and the electric guitar and so on. And, and there was a moment where I, I just uh, follow in love with this traditional world music scene and I just quit totally from the guitar and I just go deep in the Balama, Turkish Balama, Oud and Nerdy Gurdy. And uh, there was a moment I was like, oh my God. I forgot my guitars. I, I, I know it, it's not. I need to to join all my compositions uh, for metal, and I want to record it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, uh, I joined my friends here from my hometown, and we we recorded that album. And uh, we we just we just played like I don't know ten times live during all these years. So it's mm -hmm. not actually uh, an active band. Mm -hmm. This is uh, actually my progressive rock. Uh, you know, side working somehow. It's so nice. Yeah. So nice. O only so, <laughs> what, what, what was the moment? Uh, what was the trigger actually that uh, that made you like forget about metal and, and go into Balama? It was a actually discover yeah. or it, you were talking about Efren, Efren Lopez. You know, yes. it's, it's like a brother. It's like a big, big, big friend and. Uh, uh, I, I don't have words to to describe uh, this this uh, friendship, uh, but actually this is a very beautiful story. I I, I study archaeology and, and I worked oh. as a uh, yes uh, here in Lisbon. I, I study archaeology and I worked one or two years uh, in, on, on this. And during my my uh, academic studies at the university. I, just, I, I went to the university to study the Vikings, you know, I was completely ah. focused on, and I wanted to study the Vikings, and uh, yeah. my friends always called, oh, you're the Viking. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, w I went to the university and, and uh, I was uh, uh, a little bit sad because uh, most of the of the of the studies of all the disciplines and so on were about uh, Iberian Peninsula, mm -hmm. uh, Portugal oh. and Spain. So uh, and there, there is not too much about Vikings here. They they, they came here a few times, but not like a big thing. So, but the the Muslim world and the Muslim uh, and the Arab cultures and so on and the, the Sephardic legacy and all those stuff was very strong so and all, all the disciplines were about this you know like you know that the, the Sephardics and, and, the, and the Muslims and the Arabs and blah 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 blah, blah. and and suddenly I started to, to study uh, how can I say in English it's uh, Muslim medieval archaeology something like this and okay my, my mind just yeah and my mind just 
bah, was like, wow, this is the thing, you know? And, and, and suddenly I started to, to all this heritage, you know, like uh, I visited a, a, a lot of places here in Portugal and in Spain that have this kind of heritage and so on. And I, and I was excavating in the south of Portugal in Algezur. It was a, a, a very big fortress with a lot of mosques and so on. And I was completely deep, you know. But I was musician and I, I was playing metal at that time and I was like a kind of, uh, I don't know, it, it doesn't make sense. I need music for this, you know, for, for this for this world. I don't know, something. Wow. And suddenly, um, my, my uncle, he, he just uh, showed me a Greek bouzouki. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh. wow, what a beautiful instrument. So what I did was, I started to learn bouzouki and I started to play kind of like everybody, like play metal with bouzouki, you know? Like it's, <laughs> Everybody do, 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 does. Uh, <laughs> and I was, no, no, this is not, I, I don't like this thing. I don't, this is not my thing. I, I want to know more about Buzuki. So I started to search and search. And say, this was like, I think, 2008 or 2007, I think, many, many years ago. And somehow I just found Lambda Fock, you know. Mm. Oh, Lambda Fock, I, I, yeah. The, you know, for I, those I just of you found. That, uh, don't know, is the, 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 the old man uh, from a friend, yes? Yeah, I just found this and it was like, Oh my God, what, what, what is this? This is really heavy. This is really dark. This is, wow. And, and, and I can't play this kind of music with my guitar, you know? And, and this is how everything started. And, and you know, uh, as a uh, music addicted, you know, like I am, I, I just start to search everything about Afghan hubab and what is oud, what is balama, what is erdigan and what is, what is everything. So I think Lambda Fog for me was my opening my eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it was, and it was a very strange world for me, you know. <laughs> it was like... Of course, everything was new, right? Like, whoa. Yes, a lot of streams, a lot of modal, yeah. Like, so, and, and, and the YouTube was very, uh, how can I say, it was very rude, you know. Uh, the, the, <laughs> There was no, uh, nothing on YouTube. Like uh, I think at that time was MySpace that was the the king of the. You That's know? right. Yeah. yeah. So I remember to find uh, Lambda Folk MySpace, then Efren, then uh, Mara, and so on and so on. And uh, okay, that's I, how I think everything started. So I started to to join join uh, money <laughs> to uh, I want to buy uh, wood. Okay, because I think it was the most affordable uh, uh, instrument, I think. So um, I just bought the very, like the worst wood <laughs> in the world, of course. And uh, I still uh, had some money at the time and I, I tried to found uh, Afghan Hubab also. Ooh. So I, 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 I buy, I bought uh, an Afghan Hubab, very bad also. <laughs> Everything was bad. <laughs> Even me, I was... I was <laughs> everything but but I, I had that uh, wheel you know I, I really wanted then that, that's how I, 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 I ch- but I never I never quit being a metal guy you know like <laughs> always you know this is like uh, this is I know people who, who, who are actually uh, follow the same uh, way you know like uh, they, they love metal but they, they, they just play this kind of music and then oh no I, I don't like metal anymore but I, I think for me you know it's like I live between you know always I'm, so at that point was like Lambda Fog Opet uh, uh, Efren Lopez Metallica uh, I don't know like my 
uh, when I was driving in my car, those were my my main uh, influences, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think that the that's how I started. Uh, and then I meet Efren, of course, and then everything became serious, you know. Uh, and I started to develop my skills and so on with these instruments as I developed before with the electric guitar because I studied uh, electric guitar very seriously. I took it very seriously with a, a very well-known Portuguese uh, master, was Gonçalo Pereira. He's, he's uh, one of the best guitar players that uh, was... He's great, really. Uh, yeah, that ever lived here in, in Portugal. Um, so I, I, I started to, to look at these instruments, not as a, a freak, you know, oh, I play, uh, this is a different <laughs> instrument. It's so exotic, think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this happens exotic. a lot. Yeah. I, I, play this. I, I hate that, I hate, this is something that I really hate, you know, yeah. and I, I started to develop, the, the, I, I went to Efren, uh, I went to Ross Daly, I went to Turkey with many teachers to learn Balama and so on. Uh, and that's how uh, the things suddenly just make sense well, in this life for me. I mean, that, the, the way I, that's what I love about your music is that number one, it doesn't you're not using it as a prop like like you say, and and the hurdy gurdy, I've always thought like what you're doing, the hurdy gurdy sounds awesome with drums like that, with the bass like yes. that. I mean, the, the way the way you do it in my mind, <laughs> that's what I want to hear. <laughs> So. I, I feel I feel very happy to know that you know because uh, I, I don't know how you feel about this but uh, I think uh, most of the times what I feel in my kind of work and in my world it's, it's uh, I, I feel um, very alone in, mm-hmm. in this uh, this is very um, introspective uh, work you know what I mean like because uh, I, I was thinking uh, I, I'm thinking uh, many times about this that uh, well, I'm, am I doing the right thing? You know, like uh, I, I love to learn uh, the, 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 how the instruments really are. You know? But what I love is, is, is to also um, humbly, humbly, okay, to uh, add something more. You know, it's not that I believe that I'm special or something like that. No, no, it's the opposite. I, I uh, this is uh, music. It's it's something very strong in my life and. Uh, and and I, I I live for this, so I think I can I can uh, give uh, something always something new to the things that I that I learn because I have also my my past and my my own uh, um, you know my own path. So uh, and what I love to do is uh, you know balama oud kabab ardi they have their past you know what I mean their culture their everything so. We, we meet together, you know. I don't want to be just like um, uh, a good uh, a good player. I, I well, there are uh, no millions of uh, amazing players of everything. You know, I don't want to be the best. I, I want to give something of, of my 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 idea. Uh, you know, my 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 ideas. I don't know. Yeah. So and and you know, as I was talk. Uh, uh, Telling you, I really love progressive rock. It's, it's something that it's it's always uh, uh, present in in my daily routine, and so uh, I think this is uh, this is a thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. So, yeah, but nice. but most of the times I don't know what what uh, you know 
guys who play the the early gurdy also more traditionally how would they 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 accept this <laughs> i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not worried with that I actually uh but I, i would lie if i if i if i would say oh, i don't care no of course of course you care because uh you you create music for yourself that you like but it i think it's cool when other other guys accept it also and they enjoy yeah, because i think this Uh, other way you would uh, record songs just for you to put right. on your uh, <laughs> iPhone and listen music alone you, you you want to share so it's important to know uh, that uh, that other guys that also play the early guys say okay I, I, I like your song <laughs> but so 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 Sergio you being more of a traditional player what do you think <laughs> what what <laughs> 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 you know, I am. I also uh, have a balama. I also have a rubab. I, I, you know, I, I started uh, studying macams with Ruben, and um, so I, I am very deep into this music. You know, I also love French music. Ross Kelly. I'm studying with Kelly Thoma, Thoma, uh, the Lira, very good Lira. lirari player, lira player. So I, I'm. I am into this. This is yeah. my kind of music too. Well, you cannot yeah. ask me. <laughs> well, how did you two meet? How do you two know each other? Actually, uh, I, I, question was was the the faith, you know, like uh, the destiny, you know, like uh, <laughs> Facebook and uh, all those things. I, actually, I don't know how we 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 met, but uh, I think me neither. It was very natural. Yeah, we started to 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 message and to I started to watch uh, Sergio YouTube. Um, channel because it was it is very interesting uh, because he explained very well a lot of uh, techniques and you know you you can you can uh, play uh, a very hard song or a very hard composition that I, I already played or but there are always uh, details there are always uh, things that uh, you can learn and I learned a lot with Sergio with this oh no come on <laughs> uh, yeah of course yeah yeah for sure this is this is not a lie I, 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 and actually my students i have a, a class uh, with um, the, we are f we have four uh, early grade students and and i talk about a lot about uh, uh, sergio work like please follow sergio go to to his youtube because if you have any kind of doubt you you will find you will find uh, there i use a lot i think it's it's uh, really important and his work is very important on this his website and so on it's very important to have a guy who have this kind of preoccupation you know to to gather all the all the the material all the interesting material And I think uh, since uh, Sergio start this early gurdy movement, you know, the, everything uh, is more uh, active, you know, about early gurdy. Suddenly, this is a movement, and, mm -hmm. and I think this is very important, you know. Like we have like the guitar geeks, we have we are the early gurdy geeks. <laughs> I am the early gurdy geek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, and and you know I, what I think it's it's uh, well. When we talk about rock and uh, all those modern instruments like drums and so on, it's 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 uh, how can I say it's uh, um, there are a lot of material already. You you can learn really with everybody, yeah. with everybody, you know, with everybody. So, uh, but in in our instruments, yeah, we can say our instruments, you know. But <laughs> in, in this world, it's not so easy like that, you know, to find good. Uh, let's let's. Uh, if you just write on YouTube like electric guitar lesson with John Petrucci, you have like uh, yes. five hours. <laughs> yeah, five hours like F, um, 
John Petrucci talking about the picking and this and that. And I want to learn Zach Wilde's style, or I want to learn any, anything, you know. But this, if, if you just uh, write something like, Afghan Hubab lesson. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe if you write like Oud, Arab Oud lesson, there, it will appear a lot of uh, bad, uh, you know, bad, uh, <laughs> bad lessons, you know what I mean? So I think, I think this, this is uh, really important to have, to have uh, people that dedicate to their uh, daily routine to this, to this movement. Actually, we are, we are, uh, we have built, not built, but, uh, you know, joined the, the pieces of the Nerdy Gurdy was Sergio, he, he said ah, it. Yes, 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 yes. So th th this gives a, gives a possibility of people who don't who don't have like a, a big amount of money to spend on, on these um, very expensive yes, early Gurdies. So all this point. movement, I think it's excellent. So, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, I I love to to meet people that really uh, do good things, you know that that are, that are active. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, I live like that. Uh, we have this uh, will of doing things permanently. <laughs> and 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 uh, when I met some someone like this, I, I want to be in contact because it's like I recognize it. So you're like me, <laughs> I'm like you. So it makes sense to 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 keep in contact not like oh no this guy is a very good player so i don't want to meet him and there, there are a lot of people <laughs> like that i'm really? not no, like that. i always the opposite come on yeah yeah me too uh, actually you know with david you know the the yes yes, david, yes. Uh, actually was very very cool because uh how we met was more or less the same was uh, a guy from from portugal here met David in uh, in France and he, he w when he arrived here in Portugal my friend called me like oh man you know I was in France I met this guy he was playing a, a, a big big early gurdy and I, I was remember you like oh Ruben he also plays early gurdy so. mm -hmm. and then I started to talk with him and the guy asked oh you're from Portugal yes oh I know a guy that play early gurdy is Ruben Monteiro <laughs> and, so, and I miss and, and think about this, I'm his fan. Like, <laughs> and, and, and when he talked, uh, and I was like, you are joking, you are, oh. Uh, you are, you are you, only, it's only possible for you to be joking with me. Because uh, I'm a humble, you know, player. So I, I, I can't believe that he's a great player and he's my fan, okay. Uh, well, but, and it was like that. And I was very ashamed, you know, like. <laughs> so there was one day I went to France with Albaluna to play. And David was there in the same spot, and I was, oh! And, and we just opened our arms, like, uh, we, we, did, we never talked before, but it was like, you know, this brotherhood, so. And, 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 I, and I told you, oh, I, I'm very happy to meet you because I, wa I want to tell you that I am your fan, you know what I mean? Like, I love your work. And he was like, oh, I'm your fan too, so let's <laughs> I think I think this is uh, this is beautiful to 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 be able to really enjoy the the you know uh, other guys' work and be able to really to learn with him and uh, and uh, teach something and share because this is I think uh, you know uh, put away the, the the things that may uh, how can I say. Uh, I don't know how to put it in, in words, but you know what I mean. It's like mm -hmm. I always prefer, uh, uh, and it's genuine, to when I recognize people that 
live like me so we are brothers you know what i mean like yeah that's the way so well, I think with Sergio, Sergio was more or less the same. You know, we didn't met yeah. physically, but it's it's. I feel that uh, that contact. You know, I know. I know. That I feel it, it too, of course. Yeah, so it's natural. <laughs> well, when when we do when we do the Hurdy Gurdy Cafe tour, we'll have to stop through Portugal. Would yeah, that would that would that be on the way there, Sergio? Let's do it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> you, you you have a place to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I went to YouTube and I, I looked up Afghan Hubab lesson and um, you're number ten that comes up on that. By the way. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, lesson, lesson. I'm not. I'm not teaching anything. Well, it, it, that's what came up. That's when Sergio was was typing on the computer. I had sent him a message saying, "How do you spell that?" Because I wasn't quite getting it right. <laughs> well, so one of the things that I'm curious about is uh, your use of effects and electronics with the hurdy gurdy. Um, <coughs> how do you how do you how do you approach that when you're you're working with the hurdy gurdy and effects? Okay, so uh, as my uh, as I started as a uh, electro guitar player, I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 terrific. My collection is it's huge, you know. And I actually all my all my birthday uh, gifts, oh. you know, my Christmas gifts for my parents, and you know this kind. If you ask them, it will be oh, uh, you will. Uh, it will be your birthday. What what is your pedal this time? You know what I mean. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, when I was kid, I didn't want uh, uh, toys. I wanted pedals. You know. So I have a lot. So I started to 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 use uh, many different. I tried many different things, but uh, nowadays uh, I used um, actually my Erdi Gerdi. It's uh, um, Cesar Cesar Loreiro Sobral Erdi Gerdi. So and I, I have uh, I have three uh, microphones. Actually, it's one piezo for the trumpet, and then one microphone for the the chanters, and another one for the drums. So, and I have two possibilities. That that is uh, one with one jack, regular jack on the head. Uh, I will bring all the mix. Okay, it's 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 more practical, you know, when I play live in the bigger stage. Uh, but I have also the possibility to, to bring uh, a three pin cable, uh, three three jacks, right. and I can um, you know uh, manage different chains. Mm -hmm. So when I play with Albaluna, which is more uh, ensemble, a uh, big band playing, I use only uh, chanter and uh, trumpet. I don't use drone. So most of the times, I use uh, different types of reverbs different uh, types of delays. I love phase. Actually, uh, I have, uh, not here, but I have a phase 90 by, it's, it's an Eddie Van Allen. Uh, uh -huh, yeah. You know, actually, mm -hmm. give me one second and I will hey, bring come on, bring it, bring sure. it, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you so, know I have, yes, tell me, tell me. No, no, you tell me first, I'll remember. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I am starting to get into the pedal world, and it's like wow, 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 woman, come on! <laughs> it's a bucket full of full of pedals. <laughs> Actually, this this is the the pedals that I still use because I have other pedals that I I, I don't use much. But uh, here, essentially, uh, at the studio, uh, I use uh, to record guitars or bass or depends, and yes. so. I'm a huge uh, wah wah 
The Morley, wow, eh? Bad horsey. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me see. I have, I have other, but I know what, what it is. So the wah works pretty well with the hurdy gurdy. Then I was curious about that. Actually, my my uh, uh, beloved cry, but oh, is there? Okay. The cry baby, yeah. Always on the spot. Yeah. Always, so, always. <laughs> to uh, my main my main uh, weapons, let's call it like that, to play hurdy gurdy with Albaluna, which is like. Uh, the chanters and the trumpet go together in the same mix because it's it it's it's more practical because I play often with uh, very simple uh, uh, wireless uh, wireless connectors. This, okay. this is very very cheap and uh, and it's if it's if it ruins you know if it's if it's broke you get another one. <laughs> yes, another one. So. I used uh, I used uh, big wireless systems like from Shenizer and Shure mm -hmm. with my guitars, but they they uh, somehow they started to to, to bring uh, noise and so on, mm -hmm. and I quit for many years. Uh, and for about I don't know three years, I found this. Uh, let's give it a try, and it works perfectly. And what, uh, what brand is it? This is X Vive. Okay. It's very very cheap. This is like. I don't know, 150 euros, something like this, or, or even less. But uh, I just put this, uh, they, they didn't call it this wireless. This is like a it's kind of a jack, a wireless jack or something. So mm -hmm. it's, it's two pieces like this. So it's like one you put on the, on the pedal and the other on the instrument. Mm -hmm. So you put this on the, on the head of the early gurdy and you can see that you are playing with any kind of, uh, ah, of course. it's very cool. It's very cool, very cool. So, and since I play different instruments, it's very easy to took this off. I put on my pocket, and I I change the instrument, and I put this on another instrument. Let's go and just go with the same chain. Yeah, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 easy. But uh, so to use um, with this with this uh, with double luna and with this setup, I think it's my. Uh, a simple setup. I use a lot of Phase 90. Mm. You know, this is a phaser uh -huh. from uh, MXR. This is a beautiful, beautiful phaser. You know, it's very, it's uh, very in intense, uh, and it's really, really beautiful the way that it, it, it brings. In on the guitar, it sounds like the perfect phase for me. And I tried this on, on the on early Gurdy and it also works very well because it's very active. Sometimes mm -hmm. I like to, to use um, early Gurdy with chords, you know, to sing. Because ah. I'm the singer of the band. Ah, okay, okay. Yes. And so sometimes I, I'm playing like one chord to sing and I like this kind of tool. Uh, yeah. Like wow. Wow! During the yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, I mean, you're the human facer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to explain the difference. But you know this what is I mean? what a facer is. This is the best way of explaining yeah. what a facer wow. is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not like the wah, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I use these actually uh, for uh, lead moments, like solo moments. If you put the the face like uh, in the in the minimum. You know, yes. it will be a very slow wave, so it will bring uh, a different texture. It's it's almost as a different instrument, mm -hmm. and with the trumpet, it also uh, have a nice effect because you have this rhythm, rhythm, uh, 
thing. So the rhythm always appears like it's always with a different. Uh, it's like moving, uh, eh? The trumpet sound yeah, moves, moves, moves a bit. No? It's not always like. It will change. It's, it's not. It's not. Uh, no, that's a great idea. I think that. It's that's, fun. It's fun. Yeah. Just to try that, right? Yeah. So, phase ninety. Uh, I use. Uh, I have two main was for guitars and for and for the, this instrument. But this this uh, for many years I use Morley Bad Orsi. Eh, this is from Vai. Uh, Steve Vai, which is one of my favorite uh, guitar uh, players in the world. And this is a very cool uh, because it's uh, it has a big uh, wrench. This is very old. I don't know, but this, I think I have this for 20 years, more Ooh. or less. Was my first pedal, I think. Oh, wow. So, um, <laughs> this is why it's so old and so on. So, uh, and, and I used to play in clubs and so a lot of beer and wine around and it's and still alive. <laughs> you have this, this is a, a big ranch, okay? And it's, uh, you can, um, it's kind of automatic. It brings the, the pedal just like this. Right. So it's it's a kind of a cool thing to like you can just press bang, 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 and do these kind of things you know <laughs> and and it's not so aggressive as a crybaby you know Morley it's very you know wh when you turn off the crybaby in any instrument you know that is a crybaby there <laughs> you know mm. but with Morley it's like okay it's, this is your natural sound with wah you know what I mean right. so when yes. I want when I want to use a more gentle wah, I use this. When I want something really aggressive, this is the Zach Wild uh, Cry Baby, you know? <laughs> I had a problem, I was touring with a band and I had a problem with this. So I went into a store, to a music music shop, and I was uh, I asked the guy, oh, what what is the cheapest uh, wah pedal that you have? And the guy said, well, this one, this is the, Jim Dunlop, Crybaby. Oh, and this is the cheapest one? Yes, yes. Okay, so let's try it. And it is very, very aggressive, you know? Like this is the white, the, the range, it's, it's, you know, it's small. Very small, yes. Yeah. When, when you turn it on, it's like, wow, it's very, <laughs> very aggressive, you know? So I love, I love this pedal. I use it a lot with the electric guitar, but with Erdy Gurdy, I use this a lot, especially there is a song uh, with Al Baluna. It's um, not from this album, Eptad, but from 2019. It's Amor Iri I can send you the link later. Yes. Yeah, send me the link. Because I've got a crybaby in my basement and I want to know if I should get it out. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and, I, and I use this, uh, the, the, uh, all the riffs, uh, yeah, all the, the main melodies. Mm. are with the crybaby uh, I use this a lot and also to for leads and and so on mm -hmm. and actually I recorded the uh, early Gurdy solo for a, a band in the, I don't know somewhere uh, I don't know Bangkok a band from Bangkok something like this and they, they asked me it was a metal band and they asked me uh, every solo with early Gurdy so okay I used this pedal and this pedal. So, and, and I played very <laughs> aggressive and very, you know, so this pedal, it's actually um, a dual overdrive. And I use mm -hmm. this a lot also. This is from Vox. I don't know if they, they still made this instrument, uh, this uh, pedal. 
uh, actually it was a guy that was recording in my studio at that time many years ago and I loved the the, the, the pedal uh, and uh, it just uh, sell it to me you know mm-hmm. so we have this is like two stimular overdrives but you can boost one of those uh, you can choose and uh, it's with the valve tube valve okay mm-hmm. so it's very warm it's a very <laughs> warm sound so every time that I need to to bring some uh, extra punch or even I don't know if you ever tried this but this was a trick that I learned with Kevin Moore which was the first keyboard player from Dream Theater I don't know mm-hmm. if you oh, okay. yes uh, you know uh, this guy if you listen Dream Theater many years ago the, the piano sound was uh, quite uh, quite cool for that time you know it was uh, it was uh, sampler it was not really a real sound right so the guy the, the guy uh, he just uh, writes or uh, wrote in somewhere like um, to give more uh, strength and power to the and to give this more natural sound to the piano MIDI style if you, you put add over bit overdrive but with no drive just uh, oh. level yeah <laughs> so most of the time I use I use this if I want a more fat sound mm-hmm. I, I quit the, the game okay and I use more volume so that the, somehow you will bring more middle and a little bit bass you can use the top I know yeah I, I like the way it sound so I can use this uh, as a boost pedal like I used in my guitar mm-hmm. but for early mm-hmm. gurdy to have a like a solo channel okay mm-hmm. and uh, I can have two options one with without any gain and another channel with more gain to if you want to exaggerate a little bit nice so this this is this is my I need to to play with this <laughs> but I also use this is not an effect but it's very useful which is a uh, <laughs> Also from Steve I, Little Alligator. It's mm-hmm. a volume volume pedal. Okay, you can uh, control the volume of the instrument and actually uh, use this kind of uh, volume sewer, like a, like a violin. Wow, nice. Eh? Right? To bring the, you know, to give more dynamics. Then I have a lot of chorus and I don't know. <laughs> Many, He's a true collector. Eh? <laughs> yeah. so I, I I use this uh, many times also. It's MXR. Yeah, it's a compressor. It's uh, like very well known also. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, and the tr- uh, tremolo, many oh, tremolo things. also. Eh? Yeah, nice, but nice. now oh, and uh, this is. The Giga delay was uh, this is amazing because you have a lot of different delays in stereo. Ah. But now <laughs> was something that I just found. Uh, it's not a new machine. It's not new. Actually, I just bought this in second hand. But I found this very very impressive. This is a. Uh, the TC Elegant Voice. Oh, like Voice Life. You use it for the Hardy Gardy. Yeah, now, now actually I use this for everything and I can explain. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I don't I don't know what it is. I've never seen that before. So what, what? this is a so, vocal processor. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, actually this is not only a vocal processor. Ah, this is the dual one. The one you have, for guitar and voice. Yes, you have one chain for vocal that will enter here and it will come out from there. But you have other only for the instruments. It will mm-hmm. input here and will output there. So two chains in the same machine 
one for the vocal and another for the instruments. So what I do is uh, I have my vocal in stereo and my instruments in stereo with reverbs and delays and I can manage uh, everything with my feet, okay? Uh, and uh, if you have, uh, you know, the patience to program it, it will be very effective, you know, like, uh, uh, and, and, and you can save each uh, patch uh, with different, um, you know, uh, values and so on for the different instruments, you know what I mean? So. Uh, because uh, you you may uh, pass through this if you play different instruments. The guys, the the, the sound engineers, they don't know what the hell are these instruments, you know, and <laughs> how they should sound, you know. So when do you blow? Uh, so I, I just ask, please keep keep it, you know, flat, and I will work with this all day. Right. So nowadays I use these the TC Helicon reverbs and delays and. Uh, well, and then the compressors work very well and equalizers only. Nice, nice. Then yeah. I use B4, before entering here, I use Wah, Overdrive, and maybe Phase uh, before. So this is a kind of a brain that is really, really uh, cool to use. And it's very, uh, and I can play only with this machine. I don't need the Wah, I don't need the Overdrive, I don't need anything. If I I need to go by plane to a place. I just bring this small uh, processor, and and it's okay. Because uh, for many years, I, I became tired of, of bring all the pedals, and I was really crazy with the pedals. You know, like <laughs> my pedal boards were like. Then I found this this um, small. Uh, this is more. Uh -huh. So I, I decided to create a small board with these small pedals, and I bought <laughs> a lot because they are cheap. So this, these like preamps and power amps and everything, but it's it's like it's a lot. It's a lot of pedals that I need. And yeah. they, Ruben tried it, tried everything for us. So yes, actually, what is good? Well, before. I like this. Yeah. Before we go any further, we're, we're going to come back with that because I've got some questions <laughs> on that. Um, but let's take a, a quick break here to listen to the second song. Um, and this is uh, Kukiri Starcheska Rachanitsa. Is that correct? With David, actually. With the guy that we were talking about. Oh. Yeah. David. Okay. David. Okay. Well, let's, have, let's have a listen then. We'll come back, <clears throat> we'll come back and talk about it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Thank you. 
and welcome back everyone <laughs> to season two and i believe if i've got this worked out correctly this is episode eight of the hurdy gurdy cafe podcast um we're here again with huben montero and uh there we are and we've been talking about we've been talking about pedals and uh, a quick question i had because i've been thinking about doing some pedal work and i thought about putting just some basic reverb on the chanters because I, I the the gurdy that I have from Barnaby, uh, it allows me to split like you're talking about the the trumpet chanter. I, I didn't talk about that there. I only talk about the the you know if you put everything together. Oh, okay, okay. I want to I want to explain you uh, how I use if if I play alone in my yeah. solo shows. Okay, it's, you can ask. You can sure. Ask. Well, I, I was curious about putting like like an octafuzz on the trumpet, uh, the phaser on the drones, and just some nice reverb on the chanters. Do you think that would work? <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, you no know, different ways of bringing the sound of Yerdy Gurdy will always work differently. You know, mm -hmm. I, I talk a lot with David, you know, from Cookery, uh, um, a lot about this. We, we talked about using different. Uh, effects and so on and I was like I want when my next solo show I will use one wah for the drone <laughs> and another wah for the chanters <laughs> so and I was like but uh, I tried it at that time I had some problems in my amplification in my drone there was a strange buzz sound so I, uh, I didn't get the uh, effect that I wanted but uh, I think you you should always try whatever you you just try and see how it works. Try, because, try. because you know, I don't know because all the all the pickups, all the microphones will work in a different way. Mm -hmm. So uh, many times when, when I when I play alone, I use uh, a loop uh, a loop uh, machine. Uh, nowadays, I'm using uh, this voice live because it has also a, a oh, loop nice. machine with the three uh, phrases, I think. So, uh, and I, I try to to bring all the the mix to the to, to the machine, but uh, you you can make different chains through the different channels, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, the last time that I was able to to do this kind of uh, experimentation, I used uh, an overdrive on the drone, you know. Right. Super overdrive, the yellow pedal from Boss. I don't know if you can see. So, uh, because I wanted to have some overdrive also on the chanters with this and other overdrive on the drones. And it works quite well because it, it, it brings some uh, roar to the, to the drone. Mm -hmm. It was not only that uh, low bass, it was more like, you know, I like, <laughs> I like these, these things. But, uh, my my uh, microphones are uh, very sensitive, you know, so mm. I cannot use too much gain. Because you get feedback soon. Feedback, yeah, yeah. Mm. That that is the main problem. But uh, yes, uh, and uh, essentially, my biggest uh, chain is always on the chanters. Mm. You know, that's where I will get more. Um, work with the with the fingers and so on i don't know mm -hmm. a lot of delays all right yes 
Well, Sergio, did you have any specific questions that you wanted to, to ask? Uh, yes, now today? that we're talking about pedals, and uh, I, I am starting to geek a little bit with pedals right now. So I, I was curious if, if you ever tried like Octavers or Whammy pedals with the Hardy Girl. Uh, well, Octaver I tried, yes. But uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of this kind of... Uh, of effects because I think uh, I didn't found yet the right octaver that that really follow the your playing it always like ah. rrr, rrr, rrr. So, oh no <laughs> okay a lot a lot and uh, I, actually I tried this the voice live um, octaver uh, and, and it was quite good uh, if you play slowly you know what I mean like mm. <laughs> It, more or less but if you start to <laughs> but I think maybe for the drone it will and work cool yes yeah. or a harmonizer these kind of harmonizer. things maybe for the drones hmm. yes but always they will always work better if you play slowly you know because okay I, I never it's it's the same with the with the guitar and so on it, it will always um, have this this glitch you know, yeah it, it, it ruins a little bit your playing. I but, see, I uh, see, I see. No. Yeah. But you know, cool. David, David, he, he used uh, Wami a lot. He told me. Ah. Yeah. As I think as harmonizer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I will talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And so the the Wami is that the pitch shifter? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, you can use it as uh, this uh, wah, wah, Yeah. Wah. Or as harmonizer, you know, also. Oh. Or as an harmonizer, it's okay. very famous for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, I never tried one. Yeah. When um, when you're working with the Hurdy Gurdy, I'm kind of curious. Uh, how did you develop your way of playing in particular? Well, this this is a very important uh, question because, uh, well, I love Bulgarian music <laughs> since uh, since I remember, uh, and. Uh, I start to listen a lot of uh, early Gurdy players, you know, like Efren, uh, Gregory Jolivet, and uh, I don't know, ma many, many uh, players. Uh, but always, and, and I, and I'm, a, I'm a good watcher. You know what I mean? I, 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 I see a lot, uh, and uh, of uh, like, I, like I did when I was kid, watching my favorite guitar players. You know that uh, I, uh, somehow I think. That, uh, Imitation, it's something mm -hmm. that in our world, it's like, oh, you don't want to imitate. You know, it's like, you want to be unique. And this is something that is, is it's true. We want to be, all of us, we want to be the only guy in the world doing that. But I think everything starts with imitating, you know? And this, this is my conviction. You, how, how do you learn how to speak your language? It's my, you, you start to imitate, you know. So I think uh, I think was that I, I started to as a, as a you, you know uh, when when I when I play electric guitar, people say, oh, you, you look like Zach Wild here. Oh, you look like Steve Vai there. Oh, I said you that. Look like, you look like it. But uh, and and suddenly you look oh. Uh, well, this look like you playing, like mixing mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. So, I think we, uh, as musician, in any kind of free, we are talking about free musician, not like classical that you that you want to play that exactly. If you want to be a free musician and play your own style, 
I think starting by imitating is very important. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how I started. And so I started somehow imitating my heroes, my hurdy-gurdy heroes, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> and I think that that is something that uh, that have different degrees. First, you are imitating because you want to learn, then you will use this, this uh, your heroes as your inspiration, <laughs> you know? And you see this inspiration thing happening in many different genres and styles, you know? So I think was it? Of course, I I I search for teachers, you know, <laughs> of course. But uh, I don't know. I I I try to import all this knowledge from uh, from all these instruments and all these different musical genres and musical styles. Somehow I I try to import to the to early gurdy. Okay, so mm -hmm. after I imitate after i learn the basic rules after i uh, you know i tried uh, to 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 play early gurdy how it should be played you know after that i think i started to import these uh, all this material from everything this i think I, I i i will develop my my way of playing forever because but it's something that i do uh, i do in a it's not something that I I'm looking for. You know what I mean? It's, it's I think it's a humble process. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. playing. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just like that. Yeah, and so when you're when you when you're pulling in these these Balkan and, and Middle Eastern influences, uh, is it a natural thing? Does it just kind of like come out when you're composing or when you're when you're playing, or do you have to actually work to to kind of uh, pull all this together with what you do? Yes, I think I think it's it's I think it's like that, you know. Uh, well, I'm a huge fan of Turkish music, <laughs> huge. Uh, so uh, and B Bulgarian Balkan music, and uh, I listen a lot of, uh, I don't know. So uh, and and I love Gaida, you know, the the Bulgarian, the Bulgarian bagpipe. So I think uh, somehow uh, we can try to imitate it. That was something that uh, I, I take uh, with with their friend Lopez was this kind of uh, actually I've, I, I, I follow I felt in love with Erdi Gerdi because the um, Kopanitsa from Lambda Fok from the ah. version right? was actually uh, the first time that I that I shared a, a video of me playing Erdi Gerdi I talked about this like this is a very emotional important moment for me because my first my first uh, this, the first song that really makes me getting uh, in love with Erdi Gerdi was was that song was Kopanitsa which is a Bulgarian song uh, and uh, you know that's how I started so somehow it was always there this this uh, Erdi Gerdi and Bulgarian music actually with David uh, was something that uh, makes us uh, being together is our passion for uh, approaching uh, to the early Gurdy with these uh, Balkan influences, you know. <laughs> so and and these uh, the the there are a lot of techniques like the shakma from uh, from Turkish music and balama and oud and so on. That somehow we try to import that early Gurdy instead of well-defined notes. Instead of trying to to bring this kind of. Uh, I don't know this flow. I don't know how to call it, but uh, 
there are there are a lot of amazing early girly players who uh, also have this uh, this idea. Of course, I'm not new on this. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a follower. Uh, but uh, that that is that is something that really uh, uh, you know makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you you play with you play with another hurdy gurdy player, right? I mean that's how how does that how does that merge? Is it does it work pretty well when in your mind, or do you have to really think about some things to to make that happen? Actually, it was very cool, you know, because um, when when we met, uh, we we started to play like uh, together, and I shared some songs with him. He shared some songs with me, and we were very happy, you know, to to have this um, to have this early early uh, conversation mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. and when, when we when we talk about like uh, uh, David visit me and, and making this video and so on we were not quite sure what what was going to happen so um, we decided to to use only one one trumpet because other way it was like too know, much mess. Eh? Maybe. yeah too mm. much was, was we, we tried we tried many different versions but the most most uh, incredible thing was we decided okay we will play this this melody uh, and we, we we will create uh, something new like uh, your section and my section it was mm-hmm. very cool because uh, the, the the vision that uh, we have of composing something in that sound was the same so I think nowadays when I when I listen to the song I don't know what was my part and was was his oh. part of creating it all makes sense <laughs> it was right. very cool right. nice. and the techniques we 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 we, we change like oh i will do like this i will do like that i think it was automatic you know it was very very cool like actually we 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 want to continue this because uh we we started this uh, project in february before the coronavirus mm-hmm. and then it just appeared this thing and uh just ruined <laughs> our plans <laughs> but uh we, we want we we want to record uh, another another song uh but you know we have been struggling uh, of surviving right uh, so there is no not too much time and we are always trying to find a way and zoom meetings and so on but uh i think it was very very uh, automatic yeah and, and nice. I, i'm i'm always i'm always uh bringing this this theme but i think it, it is something that really defines what i do and i and i import a lot of techniques from rock and metal and so on and i and i look at this uh two early gurdy project as a two guitars project you know Ah. i don't know um oh i forgot the name of the band uh oh uh, animals as leaders i don't know oh tosina basin nice yeah this this kind of two two heavy guitars you know we we tried this um this approach with two early girls was was the first uh, approach, but I think it was like that two big early girls, you know, low tuning low and yeah, uh, and with a with a very good drummer. I think it was <laughs> was so uh, we we pan the instruments like one on one side. Well, I don't know it was it was quite easy for us because he, David is also a huge fan of uh, progressive rock and dream you can tell yes, right. yes, yes, yes so it's it was easy it's like sergio 
it's it was you know we talk we talk and it's 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 easy you know it's not it's nothing nothing new yeah yeah it's, it's in, in i think it's in our uh, imagination already if you know what i mean probably you know? yes <laughs> yes i don't know <laughs> well sergio you always have one question that you want to ask someone before we finish up so do you, uh, do you want to, you want to fire away or do you have another one my my question i have many many uh, questions for ruben as always but um, do you want to okay i can make my my question yes uh, <laughs> give, us, <laughs> give us like uh, the, your Top, the top players, hardcore uh, players that influenced uh, you, or the ones that you like the most. Top. Okay. Uh, let's say Efren Lopez. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Of course. Uh, but but for Efren, I can tell you for Bala, Maud, Khabab. For everything. <laughs> so, uh, a big, big, big uh, influence, and and he knows, he knows it. Uh, and uh, well, Gregory Jalivet. It's one of my, uh, you know, my biggest. Uh, each each clip that he just shared, I, I I'm always like, oh, how, how can great. how can he do that? You know. <laughs> uh, well, there are many others. I don't know. Like, uh, I, I love Oscar Fernandez. He's a Oscar Fernandez. He's, a, he's an amazing teacher and an amazing uh, amazing guy, and he's an amazing musician. But my, my, my top three, I think, will be will be this. Uh, oh, and Guilherme Duska, of course, he's, uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's a crazy player. And uh, Johannes from uh, CBO. Johannes, yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a, a, a top. My top three are five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's it's hard. I mean, they're all good. Like that's the problem. <laughs> but I, I, I love uh, I, I love a lot of people. I love how Sergio plays and so on. Uh, uh, what can I say? It's like uh, there are so many. Uh, but people who really influenced me. This this maybe these two: Gregory, a friend, and yeah, Landesk. awesome. Excellent. Um, well, before we go out, you know the the final tune that we want to feature today is is one that you wrote, um, Laura Nitza. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you'd like to say about this tune before we? Very special, oh, special piece. Very yeah. special. Yeah. I, 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 what can I say? It was it was so uh, I was so humble, uh, and I was uh, very genuine when I when I created this song. It was a tribute tribute to to. To I don't know to my daughter because my daughter her name is Laura. So and uh, and to tribute to the Copanitsa rhythm. Mm. Eleven. So it's like a mix Laura and Copanitsa Laura Nitsa. Mm -hmm. and it was very a special moment because um, there was a time when I, when I started to dream about Erdi Gerdi, and I was always like joining money you know and gathering money for this. Uh, but I had a, a, a car crash, you know, like mm. whoosh, I almost. I was very uh, afraid of dying, you know. At that time, it was very dramatic. Now I now I make life of it, you know. But it was very, it was a really scary moment, mm -hmm. scary moment. So I spent all my money in a new car, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so nowhere to go. But there was a moment. There was a moment where a friend, he, uh, after many years, he, he called me. Oh, I know a very cheap, early Gerdy in second or in third end, and and was really cheap. And I was. I don't care if the early Gerdy, if he, what it is, I will. If it I will, works. I want, I want it. it. I want it. So that's how I, I started. 
So my first thing was, I don't care. I want to learn Copanita, that uh, Lambda Fog version. I want to learn it. <laughs> so it was my first thing. I want uh, was that that one and Low Man's lyric from Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I was I don't care. I, I this was my dream. So uh, and when I started to look seriously to the instrument, you know, when you, you when you bought an instrument, you are like like just like a kid you know like you know what i mean <laughs> after that moment when i start to look seriously to the instrument you know i want to compose something i want to to i just uh, you know my my daughter was uh, very uh, small and i i spent a lot of time trying to make her smile because she she was crying all the time with uh, you know with pains and she was very small it's like all all the parents are the same you, you cannot sleep so <laughs> i was just playing hurdy <clears throat> gurdy for her uh, and I started to develop the melodies, you know what I mean? So, um, and, and later uh, when uh, uh, I just got my new Wordy Gurdy, I think was in, was the year when, when she born, or the year after, so 2017. So she, she was very small. And uh, with Cesar, we have a, a, a big friendship also. And when I just, I just went to, to pick my, my new, my new Wordy Gurdy, I was, I, I, I told, uh, Cesar, I, I want to make a, a beautiful video with a with a song and so on. But this is my first video and my first recording. Oh, wow. I think it's I, I think it's, this is very hard for me. I don't know if I will. I don't know if I can make this. You know, this is very hard. <laughs> uh, and I want to the the, the, whole, the entire song was composed in D in Ré, you know, because it was very easy. You know, the keyboard uh, was. Uh, you know, very easy to me at that point, and I wanted to mm -hmm. to uh, change this to play in in uh, in do in C. And, you know, my personal study things. You know, this at that moment was very hard for me. So I try. I, I, I transport everything uh, to to playing that keys and so on. And it was a really huge challenge to record it properly and so on and so on. Then we make a video and blah blah blah. And then okay, I was really. Not afraid, if you know what I mean. But I was like, "Oh, this was this is this will be my first uh, uh, time that I will appear as a early gurdy player." You know, so it was a very delicate moment. And then suddenly, I just, "Okay, we'll be right now." And I and I put the the, the, the video on the Facebook and YouTube, and it was a lot of people send me messages. I was I can't believe this is. Uh, you know, people start to, to talk with me. Oh no, I, I'm an early gurdy player from Japan, and I, I love this <laughs> song. You know, Johannes. I didn't know that he actually exists you know, from Symbio, Johannes. You know, mm -hmm. and, and he sent me a message. Hello, I, I love this song. Can you send me the shit music? And I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't know. I didn't know uh, who was this guy, and many other people was like. Okay, so I think this. Well, they they like the songs. <laughs> okay, so I I I will never forget this moment, you know that. Uh, and this video was oh, and, and this video was in in the Portuguese national television. Oh, oh wow! Really? <laughs> you know, I, I I play everything that I can, uh, everything that I want. I can play an electric guitar. I can play all the songs from Steve Vai, Dream Theater, and so on. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about me. <laughs> and then I, I made one song with Erdi Gerdi, with the Bulgarian rhythm and so on, and, and was very emotional for me. And, and there was a guy talking about uh, 
about this guy from uh, Torres Vedras and so on, a big, big <laughs> hair. I don't have the big hair. But you know, like, this guy is a young guy, he played this strange instrument and so on. And I, I cried a lot, you know, I was, I, I cannot, I cannot believe this. It was very, nice. it was a very, very emotional uh, moment in my life around this song. You know, I never, I never thought that it was, uh, you know, this, this kind of impact. So uh, we, we made this, this version that you will uh, share is, is the first version of the song. Okay. And now we have a new version of, of on this uh, new album from Albaluna. Uh, it it was so so important this song that I decided to to bring this song to Albaluna and to share with all the team because we are a very special team because we are family and we we live uh, nearby and we we really fight every day for our band. So uh, this song became very important for all the the, the team. Mm -hmm. So and all the mm -hmm. team was like, we want to play this song, bring the song to the band, and I said, well, okay, let's let's make our our version. So and everything became more uh, the song became much more cool because you know the mother, uh, Carla, the, the mother mm -hmm. of my child, she played Nay, the Nay, Nay. So and and the the no everybody like the, the Tiago, the drummer, he wanted to play. Uh, Panitza and so on and everybody was very very emotional with the song because it's it's uh, every time we, we play the song we feel that energy uh, you know like yeah. that nice. family energy very good that's why I, I choose the song yeah excellent well here we go then <laughs> so uh, Huben, it was wonderful to have you on the podcast thank you oh, for good. for being here and, very good Robert. and as always good to thank see you, you again Sergio all right. Well, Thank let's have. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Let's have a listen, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Hurdy Gurdy Cafe.
never mind. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Toby, Toby, Toby. You remember we yes. Toby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever Ryan was trying to pronounce something in, in French, he was like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> 